We can't just go back. Because we realize that what we had was not nearly good enough. Not nearly. We had a situation where the thought of spending a lot of time with your children was scary. <laughs> and the thought of being in the house together with your spouse was horrifying. That's not a life. People who are in the social, uh, in the social dating world realize what kind of a miserable existence that is. Who would want to go back to that? This game-playing, this foolishness, this, this deceitfulness, emptiness. It, it was terrible. We thought it was a life. Now we know. We're so much better off without it. So what are we going back to? Hopefully we're not going back. We're going forward. We're going upward. We're going to find better because we're just, we just don't like what we see. What was is not, is not worthy. It's not worthy of going back to. It certainly doesn't justify the pain that we just went through. So for it to make any sense and for there to be any justice in the world, what is coming has to be a whole lot better than the best we had until now. It's the only way the world balances. So when you have a problem that is overwhelming, confusing, beyond imagination, then the good that comes from it also has to be overwhelmingly good and beyond imagination. We must think out of the box. So if we go back to work, at our old jobs, in the old companies and offices and workplaces, it has to have a different feel. You're not there just to make money. We got to put that behind us. Living in order to make money so that you can buy the stuff you need for living. It's a vicious cycle. It's a revolving door. You just keep turning and turning and turning and not going anywhere. Going to work has to be a moral project. We go to work so that we meet people who we can help, who we can grow with or from. It's the people, not the money, not, not the career, not the prestige. It's the opportunity to make the world better. When you're sitting home, you can make the world better by becoming better yourself. When an individual, when one human being becomes better, to some degree, the entire human race has become better. One person becomes worse, the entire human race goes down a step. But the more, the more powerful effect is when you actually interact with others. That way you have two people getting better and together. And that itself is a great, is a great moral power. So now that we've seen 
that a virus can be a global event having effect on people all over the world, a similar effect. It kind of unites us in a negative sense. Now we have to find a way and find those things that are as powerful that can unite us in a positive way. Here's the story I was in England years ago. 40 years ago. And I was invited to speak at the BBC. They have a five-minute message once a week. They invite different people to come and deliver that five-minute message. So I was invited to go. So I go up there to the office, and I'm sitting in front of the microphone, and the technician, a young guy with a ponytail, is uh, you know pulling pulling plugs and, and connecting plugs and getting everything ready. Now this message on the BBC goes out to the whole world and in about eighty languages. So as this technician is doing his job, he's muttering to himself, or maybe he meant for me to hear it. He says, "Another bloke." who thinks he can say something to 800 million people. <laughs> and I realized the man is right. <clears throat> he does this every week. He must be listening to what people say. What can you say that is going to be relevant to 800 million people from different cultures and different religions and different backgrounds and different, different problems in life? What can you say that's going to be relevant to 800 million people? It was, it was scary. But that week, the Lubavitcher Rebbe had suggested that every company, every school, every organization that has workers, on payday, whenever the end of the week, on payday, the group the organization, the company, should give their employees an extra dollar and tell them that that dollar should go to charity and that they should add some of their own money as well. Because when you get paid and you have what to eat, you should think about somebody else who maybe doesn't. So I said that, took, took about four minutes, and, and it, was, it was relevant to 800 million people. The one thing that we, that we need to in, introduce into the workplace you're not just there to take care of yourself. When you have what to eat, then you can be useful to everyone around you. So having what to eat is not a privilege. It's not a compliment from God, God telling you, I like you, so I'm going to give you what to eat. It's more of a job and a mission.
if you have what to eat and you're not distracted by the need to make a living, that means that you are now responsible for others. Make sure they have what to eat, both physically and spiritually. So if you have meaning in life, if you have something that you can teach, some wisdom that you can share, it's certainly not meant just for you. So we have to be conscious of not just how to survive, but what the purpose of life is. That's the key word. And hopefully that's what we gained during this uh, quarantine. We can live without, surprisingly, we can live without entertainment, we can live without travel, we can live without shopping much, we can live without, without a job. We can do without. There are things we thought we couldn't live without. We can. So instead of being focused on how much we need in life, when we start to think, who needs me? Whom can I serve? Whom can I help? How can I make things better? Then you have a life. Now you're living. Uh, Some people can help a lot of people. Some people need to help just the other person next to them, their next door neighbor, their family member. Wouldn't that be a better world? We have a Sunday night program for VIPs that you might be interested in. It's informal. It's questions and answers. It's conversation. It's really relaxed. It's really pleasant, enjoyable, informative, and uh, kind of community-like. It's a Sunday night program. There's a... Um, Wednesday morning program for the VIPs, and there's a Wednesday night program. All of it, just conversation, casual, laid back, unscripted. So join us, take a look, click uh, the link below, and see which, which of the three suits you best, and join us for some enjoyable conversations.